because it's not necessary to add for a woman after each of her accomplishments. Really? So if I said, you're a wonderful wife for a woman, you wouldn't take that as a compliment? You'll be making your own dinner tonight. Well, I'll be making reservations. From Hollywood, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and in episode 51. You know, it, it seems like only yesterday that I finally used the last of the AAA batteries I bought in anticipation of Y2K. Actually, it was more like last week, but let's not quibble. There's a bigger question here. Was Jimmy Buffett right when he sang, There's a Woman to Blame? Remember the 60s? That's when rock and roll music swept the nation. It's also when businesses around the world began using a, a new computer programming language called COBOL. Well, that's nice. COBOL stood for Common Business Oriented Language. And while psychologists argued over the effects rock and roll had on teenage minds, COBOL let programmers create bills, invoices, inventory records, actuarial tables, and, and the like by using English language instructions such as uh, subtract payment from balance. That was quite a change from the years during and following World War II, when programmers had to specify every little step the computer had to take to accomplish a task. Uh, imagine starting your car by having to think, locate right hand, locate purse, insert right hand into purse, locate car keys, remove car keys from purse, locate ignition switch. Oh! Yeah, yeah, it would be like that. Well, in 1943, Grace Murray Hopper, an innovative and creative mathematician, a Yale PhD, and an assistant professor at Vassar College, she, she left her comfortable faculty job to help the war effort. Hopper joined the waves and caught the attention of Howard Aiken. He was the commander of the Mark I laboratory. Now, now the Mark I was a giant computer that used relay switches and motors to solve mathematical problems. Eventually, all that would be replaced by electronics, and it would lead to the computers we have today. But at the time... Hopper was one of an elite group of scientists and engineers who selected, ordered, and entered the step-by-step -step instructions that controlled the Mark I's calculation. In a few short years, Hopper went from professor to lieutenant junior grade to computer programmer, one of the first of any gender. Programming at the time was tedious work. It was fraught with errors, the wrong instruction in the wrong place, an error in translating handwritten notes into holes punched in paper tapes, or an incorrect math formula, and... At a time when the war effort demanded vast numbers of programmers to feed the Mark I, programming was a job only a few people were equipped to do. And that's when Hopper discovered her passion. Why not shift the programming work from man and woman to machine? By 1960, programmers could write directions in a crude form of English that was translated into computer instructions by Flowmatic. It has nothing to do with an insurance company. It was a computer program Hopper developed. Flowmatic was, was innovative and it was practical, and, and the old boy, we've never done it before, cliques of the military and the business establishment, they, why they welcomed it the way the Japanese welcomed the Marines at Iwo Jima. But through persistence and force of will and, and the brilliance of her ideas, Hopper not only turned this attitude around, she became a key player in the development of Flowmatic's direct descendant, COBOL. Okay, enough, enough. Few people, including Hopper, expected COBOL programs written in the 60s and 70s to hang around for more than a decade. So those programmers used only two digits to represent the year. The 19 was assumed. But Hopper underestimated what she'd accomplished. As 2000 approached, billions of these COBOL instructions were still controlling hundreds of thousands of computers. Oops. In a few years, dates from 2000 on would cause all those COBOL programs... 
to party like it was 1900. Scrambling to fix this problem was what Y2K was all about. And all because Grace Murray Hopper was so very good at what she did. Rear Admiral Hopper died in 1992. She never got to party like it was 1999. Although had she lived, I think she'd have been the first one on the dance floor. And that's the story I call woman's work. My thanks to my wife for making those dinner reservations for me. You know, Labor Day is behind us now and our summer subscription drive has come to an end. And not a moment too soon, because our fall subscription drive begins in, uh, I'm seeing here, 32 seconds. So visit iTunes or Google Music, search podcasts for Out of My Mind, and subscribe. That way, I'll be around next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern with another little-known story about well-known stuff. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a copyrighted feature of the Theater of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California.